212. Yes. All right, folks, this is Proceed. It's the first episode of what I'm going to call Feel the Void. And uh, without really explaining what the the podcast is about, um, let's just get into it. All right. Uh, This is a topic of discussion. There's a, uh, you know, sometimes I wonder if there's a hip hop site that's for me. By me, I mean, you know, my age, my age group, um, the take I have on hip hop, the 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 niche that I feel I'm a part of. Um, you know, I'm just not feeling some of these very popular websites. But there's something I follow on Twitter. It's called Hip Hop Golden Age, and that is uh, that's a really awesome website. I mean, uh, the, the MCs that I really love, like OC, EPMD. Uh, DOS Effects, De La Soul, even some of these underground guys that, you know, are what, coming from the era that I would consider like the 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 revival era, the, the India revival era. Um, they're going to be showcased on there because they, they represent the golden age. They're, they're influenced by the golden age. Anyway, this, uh, this website, Hip Hop Golden Age, had an article recently, and, and the article is titled The Beef Between 90s Hip Hop and millennium hip-hop great topic it's written by brandon king he's the author let me give you a quote kind of sums it up here's the issue the older cats don't respect the current generation of rappers and today's generation don't respect or even give props to the earlier generations of hip-hop and he questions where's the disconnect just so you know that the website's hiphopgoldenage.com slash the dash beef dash between 90s hip-hop, millennium hip-hop. You'll find it. Go go on there. If you follow them on Twitter, you're going to find the, the link to to it as well. There's still, this is, I, I believe, an article from December, and they're still uh, promoting it. I, I think it's definitely making a lot of noise. Um, and here's my take on it. Today's generation is grown-up hyper-corporate. Now, my generation grew up kind of corporate, Silicon Valley corporate. You know, I'm from the 90s. I'm a 90s kid, born in the 80s, but I consider myself a 90s kid. Uh, and there's always been this thing of, even when I was young, where people were like, oh, that song's how many years old? Two years old? Oh, that's old school. They don't, they don't really think of an era. Now, today's generation thinks something nine, ten, nine or ten years old is old. If I mention old school, that's what they think. They wouldn't have a clue about a particular era. Uh, kids are expecting entertainment. They treat, they treat music the same way someone who is addicted to mafia films. That's how I see it. They want crime, violence, blood, guts, cash. And I'm a school teacher. I've had kids actually tell me this. I don't want to hear it unless it's violent. You know. And I'm trying to think, well, can I connect? Can I relate to this? I'm still a big MOP fan. I don't like to call them my guilty pleasure. All right, I mean I'm not going to listen to them in front of my daughter. But guilty pleasure—that's pretty disparaging, isn't it? They got a lot of violent songs, violent lyrics, but they're also quite brilliant. I would put Billy Dan's—I'd put him in my top 25 MCs of all time without reservation, no question. The dude is brilliant, and 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 when I say that, there's nothing against Lil Fame or, or, or Womack, as he's called now, right? But I'm a huge fan of Billy Dance. Guy's incredible. 
Seriously, these guys are ridiculously creative. You could get, the, the military should be playing their songs. Blow the horns on them? Come on. Mili- military training camps should be blasting them up here. But this current generation, and by generation I mean these, these kids that are 12, 13, 14, they've taken the cult of the self to an entirely different level, a whole new level. You know, and and I read authors uh, like Chris Hedges, who said, you know, this call to the self, you know, dates back to like Michael Jordan in that time. But this is incredibly different now. Incredibly different. Music has become so much more shallow than it was. I didn't know it could get worse. I think when country music started, you know, repping itself the way that hip hop reps itself. There is a sign right there. And what was that? The late, the, the early 2000s. So let's go back to the article. There's another point that the author makes. Again, his name's Brandon King, uh, and he writes for Hip Hop Golden Age. He mentions the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis downtown record. He says purists call it sellout. They're paying homage to old school pioneers, Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz, etc., and they call it a sellout. But I'm thinking these guys are going to get royalties. And Macklemore's been criticized. He's been criticized by, by pioneers of hip-hop. Um, he's been criticized j- simply because, you know, certain, certain rappers think that white people are guests in hip-hop. But Macklemore puts on Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz... And just think of the royalties. I'm imagining these guys are collecting royalties on this song. If they weren't getting getting their dues, getting their money from the songs that they did from the 80s, and just their whole involvement in hip-hop culture. I remember Grandmaster Kaz was on some documentary talking about how we created this because we didn't have tennis courts. And now Macklemore is putting him on this track, and he has to be getting some money from that. And you're going to diss him? Purists are going to call him a sellout. I respect Grandmaster Cass. Back in the day of Hotmail, you know, Hotmail email. I used to have a Hotmail email, and I used to have a rap website. And this was the day of, days of static websites. I put up a top 10 MCs, and I got to admit, my list was pretty bad. And there were definitely some legendary... MCs on there, but there were some other people that were like, oh, they just released an album the year before, and you can just put top 10 up there. And Grandmaster Kaz actually emailed me. This is about 17 years ago. And he was like, what's up with this list? You got no respect for, uh, you know, the founders of hip-hop. And the dude was so right. Now, I Granted, I had KRS-One up there, but I had some other people there. I'm not going to name some names, but like people that didn't belong on there, for sure. Um, you know, nowadays you could, yeah, I know I had Faramanch up there. Faramanch, you know, other than his organized confusion albums, I mean, we're, we're looking at, in terms of releasing albums on organized confusion, and then his album that he had put out in Rockus at, at the time, you know, what, what is that spanning? Six, seven year career? So Grandmaster Cass had a great point. And now that I think of it, 
I was part of the call to the self myself. I was part of the call to the self. My generation is better than your generation. The rappers in my generation are better than the rappers from the 80s. Granted, I had a few on there, but still. What did I have? Exhibit? Foxy Brown? I don't even know. I can't remember. But 17 years later, they wouldn't be on the list now. So where is the disconnect? Where is the disconnect? So what I want to do for this show is I, I want to start this episode, aside from my little diatribe, my little uh, rant, I'm going to play some music, a few songs, that I think kind of would showcase the difference. And this is also what's done on the article. I mean, if you go to the article, he's mentioning, well, he's mentioning a few things. I mean, this all starts because this West Coast MC named Vince Staples, Vince Staples, I don't know, maybe he knows Mitt Romney or something, claims 90s, 1990s hip-hop, the golden age of hip-hop was overrated. And just like anybody else that's responded to public relations and an outcry from people like, uh, well, Nori, what, 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 you know, Nori, responded that this guy was disrespectful, so Vince Staples kind of backs off and says, look, I was just saying, you know, I wasn't saying it was terrible. I don't want to quote the guy, but he kind of backs off a little bit and says, you know, I just think it was overrated. All right, so let's see how overrated it is. If you look in the article, they're going to compare, who's this, this this Travis guy? Don't open the window. I can't think of his name. Um, I'd have to look at that again, but I wasn't impressed. I wouldn't even call it hip-hop. That's when, when kids are like, is there a difference? I had a girl in class the other day that asked me, what do I listen to? And I wrote down everything. You know, it's not just hip-hop, it's, it's rock, it's new age, it's classical, it's blues. I told her traditional music, and I wrote these things down. And then she passed the paper, and she was like, he wrote hip-hop. I think he's trying to say rap. No, I'm not trying to say rap. There is a difference. And there's a difference between that song that you could see if you go on that website. I, I guess it's a huge song right now. When compared to uh, the Outkast song that they put up there from the 90s. There is a gigantic difference. Even when you don't, I mean, this isn't, you know, apples to oranges, you know, putting up some conscious KRS-One song to some trashy, shallow, don't open the window song, all about myself song. I mean, this is outcast, talking about partying or whatever, compared to that guy. And the level of creativity... The disparity in the creativity there. I mean, it it says everything we need to. No disrespect. I, I think the author makes a great point of how we all need to kind of come together and there should be, you know, unity between the generations and among or among the generations because one of the problems he feels is that, you know, never before you didn't hear 90s rappers dissing rappers from the 80s. You didn't have that. That's never occurred. So there's a problem there. And, and I lay it 
not at the foot of my generation, not at the foot of the 90s, the 80s, these pioneers. I do lay it at what I would call a very shallow, spoiled, entitled, and expecting entertainment constantly generation, which is what we have now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, hi. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, yeah, what? yeah. Digging in the crates, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, yeah, love finesse, y'all. Check yeah. it, uh, check it out. Check it out, yo. My movement, motion, smooth or rough as the ocean. Sometimes it slip away and I lose devotion. My judgment get cloudy. Then I wanna get rowdy like Omavia. Terrorize like Saudi Arabia. My avions reflects my mood swing. Switch colors like a mood ring. Wifey telling me good things so I won't stray. Got gray hairs and only been here 25 years. Shed tears for niggas I knew for life. Now lifeless when you died to us was like the Iranian crisis. I took it hard like a flick of slow-mo breathing. Proper sized out of a book of a midsummer night's dreaming. Semi-wet as I write this. Dragging a cancer stick. Smoke thick. Hitting she shots to my wig. Half-naked while I got this. Lounging in my boxes. Dreaming Tahiti. Either settle for the Bahamas. I get a boner when I'm asleep. Dreaming that I'm lounging on the yacht. Chilling the sun. Boat about to leave the docks. Reality I wake up to. Feels like I woke up to a cloud-filled room. What ain't you dust? It's just a stress. Cross, make me wanna bust, make me wanna cuss. I lost for living a life of righteousness. When invisible forces stand in my way, keeping my mind off. I'm searching for the light like Noah. The flame combust upon the bush, foreseeing my future like the Nova. Pushing for the brighter side of living a life of better times. Pouring rhymes like wine till my cup runneth over. Temptation on my shoulder I'm growing colder than a polar bear Thinking about a bank holder I fall upon my lap and rest my head upon my kneecaps Is it a crime that I be dreaming about the G's black? Freeze for a minute Gotta take control of my life Gotta hold it like a knife Must have more than a slice, you know Frustration, mental masturbation Confusion Life is love, living till I'm right Being illusion, seclusion Seeing me is rare I'd rather attain stacks Mac the islands on a plane Ready for liftoff and spend grand Tipping his out of juice, laying in the shade of shorts at a fly resort. On my cell, contacting DITC cohorts. Talking to the guard finesse, we tie like Indians with a mohawk and so on. Conversation going on, do the math. Dreaming, I leave the sample champagne bubble bath. Reality, I wake up to. Feels like I woke up to a cloud filled room with angel dust. It's just a stress, trust, make me wanna bust. Make me wanna cuss. I lost for living a life of righteousness. When invisible forces stand in my way, keeping my mind off course. Stress, trust, make me wanna bust. Make me wanna cuss. I lust for living a life of righteousness. When invisible forces stand in my way, keeping my mind off course. You're working hard for the job. But time seem to go slow. Busting your ass to go from an amateur to a pro. Low budget feeling inside. No more can you score. Bad in the good. Fighting. And inside, just like a war. Slavery laid a foundation for my nation centuries before. Final call and be the new world order. Two K's on its way, no time for play. So I pray to God, got me on a path of righteous ways. Even though I get stressed and frustrated, the best time for me to bless a rhyme is put the pen through a test. Yeah, I want the riches, the messes on my side. 
on a pool with the night Planet blizzard and work magic like a grand wizard Official, OC a two-syllable sound Three, six, zero complete like the earth is round And on that note, keep hope alive Striving to rise from the inner soul Seeing through the eyes of a crow, you know Slow pace, you walk for it solely right Separate the cause from another man Far from yours Going for my still Coming on for two-year hiatus And in that time, niggas bit my shit like alligators It's alright, dude, this rap shit is stress for us It makes you feel you're in the hallway robust with angel dust Reality I wake up to My old dad once told me how you live your life is all on you, son Stress, trust, make me wanna bust Make me wanna cuss I lust for living a life of righteousness Where the visible forces stand in my way Keeping my mind off course Stress, trust, make me wanna bust, make me wanna cuss. I lust for living a life of righteousness with invisible forces stand in my way, keeping my mind off course. Okay, let's get back into it. That's OC Jewels, the title track off of his sophomore album, which followed up what is considered a classic word life um, I actually remember back in the late 90s the Source magazine had done a poll on you know best producers best MCs best albums best performers um, and best slept on albums and uh, of course Nas's Omatic I think came in first on the most slept on album and OC's word life took second place it's probably what prompted me to buy the album at the time. And we're probably talking like four or five years later after that album came out. But I got to say, I prefer Jewel's over his debut. There's a production from DJ Premier, production from DITC crew like uh, Show, production from uh, even the Beat Miners, and there's some collaborations between uh, OC and uh, Freddie Fox. It's just a really classic album. It, it is a quintessential 90s album to me. Maybe that track itself, to some of the listeners out there, is not the track they would have picked. But bottom line is, it's quintessential's 90s hip-hop to me because it's sample-based. You know, everything from the drums to the guitar. Um, and, and the topic, it's like a freestyle topic. It's not freestyle in, in, in the sense of, like, he just went in there and, and spit that freestyle right there. No, it's freestyle in the sense of there's not really really a specific topic you can argue that yeah he's talking about the temptations out there and and trying to live righteously and and trying to stay focused and trying to you know sell a lot of records um, without selling out Um, but it's it's still a freestyle topic he opens it up with something like you know my movement motion smooth as rough as the ocean I mean that's just completely freestyle topic but I still remember buying that CD and National Record Mart you know, whether I bought, and I'm pretty sure I bought that before I ever bought Word Life. And I think I got into OC purely off of, uh, you know, him being featured on an MOP track or something like that. He's one of my favorite MCs. And without further ado, let's get into Vince Staples and, you know, his interview with Time Magazine, where all this is coming from. I was born in 1993 in Long Beach, California, and I don't remember any of it because I was a baby. But I'm pretty sure it was nice. The 90s get a lot of credit. I don't really know why. 
Big and Tupac, those, those are the staples of the 90s. I think that's why they get the Golden Era credit. There's not a 50 cent in the 90s. Go, go. They didn't even have a Kanye. I am a god. Jay-Z's biggest song. His only number one happened a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, I'm up at Brooklyn, now I'm down in Tribeca. Early 2000s is where it's at, you know. The first song I remember listening to was Lil Bow Wow Bounce With Me. Lil Bow Wow is one of my favorite rappers ever. You can never take that from me. You will find someone who hates Jay-Z, loves Lil Boosie. You can love Lupe Fiasco, hate Gucci Man. Find somebody else with the same IQ who feels opposite because it's more relative to their lifestyle. Something never been done before, then it's no replacement for it. When you, when there is a replacement for something, it will always go away. There's no replacement for Rolling Stones. There's no replacement for Aerosmith. There's no replacement for any of those people. Unfortunately, hip hop, we have a, a habit of copying each other. We pretend to be something that we're not. I never had to pretend I was only listening to hip hop. That's not, I mean, I'm from, I'm lucky enough to be from a place that's diverse enough to the point that we don't have all black friends or all white friends or all Asian friends or anything, you know. Everybody's kind of just mixed up in the pot. From the city where skinny kept strong, he north side Long Beach, north side Long Beach. As far as hip hop being from the streets, I think it is a very elitist way to think about things because put it like this, you can say my music is real, but what if I'm lying? What if I made all this up? Then, then what? If I made all this up, it's not real. Someone saying they want to go to a party is real. They probably just want to have a good time. It's real to them. What's real? Real meaning urban and, and aggressive? Is that what we mean by real? Like your life is your life. And no matter what it is, I think that should be what your music is about. Your, your outlook on life. All right. Uh, that's where all this is driving. This is that, that, That's where everything came from. Okay. It's a... Time Magazine video. I actually cut it up, and you know, it's not a, not a Fox News cut up to uh, fit my perspective and fit my bias. No, it's not that way at all. I, I just cut it up to eliminate the things that had nothing to do with hip-hop. You know, he mentioned a couple things you didn't see here and there about the 90s being great for the economy, uh, Bill Clinton on the saxophone, Spice Girls, NSYNC, and how he's never heard their albums. And then he goes into hip-hop. So let's go over what does relate to hip-hop, because that is the topic. So Vince Staples, born 1993. Let's put that in perspective right now. 1993. He's in his early 20s. Let's get this out of the way right now. The guy's frontal lobe is not even developed. I hope five, six years from now he realizes how stupid he sounds. And that is, that is a problem right there. You know, I don't want to hear a 13-year-old kid rap. I probably don't want to hear a 22, 23-year-old make statements about a particular era in music or, or you know, sweep as broadly as he did about the golden era. He mentioned Biggie and Tupac. That was his, that was his statement about the golden era, that it was all Biggie and Tupac and they get a lot of the credit. He says they didn't even have a Kanye. And he points out that Jay-Z's only number one just happened a couple years ago. Number one hit. And that little Bow Wow is one of his favorites. Okay. Another quote. When something has never been done before, there's no replacement for it. When there's a replacement, it'll always go away. And unfortunately, in hip-hop, we have a habit of copying each other. That's Vince Staples. 
Look, I think Vince Staples contradicts himself. He feels the real, the urban and aggressive, as he said it, the perspective on hip-hop is elitist. Yet he's painting with a broad brush a golden era with the likes of two extremely popular artists, Biggie and Tupac. It's not to say that they're not part of the golden era, but that they're just a small part. Dude, you're only mentioning them because of their legendary status and the fact that they sold millions of records. All right? My overall problem with this guy is that he simply does not know his history. It's so evident, man. It is so obvious. His view of 90s hip-hop golden era is based solely on number one hits and how huge hip-hop is now in comparison. He's seemingly unaware of the fact that to go gold in the 90s in the genre of hip-hop was extremely hard. To sell a million records in the same era was almost unbelievable. And that, of course, is going to solidify you as a pioneer and as a legend. Has he ever heard a Pete Rock and Seal Smooth record? Has he ever heard Troy? You know, and he says the Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, they're irreplaceable. But to go off of that rationale, Tribe Called Quest, you can replace a Tribe Called Quest. You could replace a public enemy, Wu-Tang Clan. You could replace these artists. You could replace Gangstar. I wish you would elaborate on that. I wish you would elaborate on that. I, I just feel the guy's young. I think he made some stupid comments. Um, and I hope he grows. I hope he realizes that he was wrong, man. I hope he, I hope he begins to view uh, the golden era with a little more history, a little more knowledge. Because as it stands, man, you, you know the tip of the iceberg. You clearly know the tip of the iceberg. To sweep that broadly with a brush, I mean, man, you're just, you know, if you were on the top floor, the top floor of the Pittsburgh Steel Building right now, I mean, you, you basically just, you belong, you, you deserve to have the foundation just stripped right from under you. That's what you're doing when you make these comments about the 90s. Oh, they never had number ones. They never had a Kanye. Jay-Z's number one just happened a couple years ago. So? What does that have to do with building from the ground up? Which is what the 90s hip-hop did. The 90s built off of the 80s. 2000s built off of the 90s. And then you have a 22, 23-year-old kid just completely... completely disparage an era that had it not been for its existence you would not be popular right now bottom line and that's a call to the self yeah alright that's it for the show this is Proceed you are listening to Feel the Void Follow me on Twitter at Music by Proceed. That's with an S. See me on SurfaceLevelRecords.com. That is the Pittsburgh Hip Hop Collective. That's the label that I co-founded with Fortified Phonetics. We've got a lot of talented artists on there. Check us all out. 
And thank you for listening to the podcast. I plan to do this probably like twice a month. Can't make any promises, but this is my intention. Feel the void. <laughs>